Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Groover. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kathy Groover. And I'm Jason Mefford. And today we're going to do one of the episodes kind of like we've done before. We've got a little prompt question that we're going to throw out there, and then we're just going to talk about it and see what happens. So... This is one of those questions you can ask yourself as well, right? So you, you see Kathy and I having a good time doing this, but maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea for you to take a few minutes today as well and ask yourself this question uh, as well. So, so the question is, what one unique quality do I value about myself? So what one unique quality do I value about myself so kathy what quality (laughs) do you value about yourself so i was thinking about that and i think and and i got this off i have an app that that pops up affirmations and i have it set on um inspiring questions so every two to three hours my phone asks me a question like that and i do try if i have time in my day And I try to make time to answer that question because there's been some really thought provoking ones. And that's the one I woke up to this morning. So I was thinking about that. And I honestly, because it disappeared, can't remember if it's a unique or not, because unique quality, that's tough because, you know, there's there's we share all of these qualities. But what what popped into my head, (laughs) definitely not patience. Um, But what popped (laughs) I'm not good at. Um, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Um, But the one that popped in is I have this. And I think it's not unique to me, but it's a pretty unique one is I can build rapport with people so quickly mm-hmm. and I talk to strangers and in doing that, I get opportunities that most people never get to experience. May I give you an example? Of course you may. So Eric and I spent, um, I guess it was two years ago now for our anniversary, we went to Turkey and Greece. It's and been two years since you guys went on that trip? Yes. <laughs> I know. See, seems like yesterday. I know. It feels like yesterday. But we went to um, we went to Ephesus because we're both so into history and it, it just meant a lot to us to go there. And on the hillside above Ephesus was Mother Mary's house. Not mm-hmm. that, I mean, but it, was, it was close by. And I am a huge Mother Mary person. I have channeled Mother Mary. She's been a big part of my life throughout and this little house is teeny and you literally walk through these you know rope stanchions and you go out and it takes like 10 seconds you just boop, 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 boop. and I got in there and I'm looking around and I'm like oh my god I want to feel this I want to feel this space but I couldn't there was this huge group of people we were just sort of shuffled through and I got to the other side and I went oh, I really wanted to spend time and Eric said well there's nobody in line go back in and I went oh could you mind waiting I said give me like five minutes I really want to be in there and he goes yeah 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 so I walk in the door and it's the same person. And, you know, I've got red streaks in my hair. Clearly this woman who was the nun who was in there sort of holding the space and making sure people didn't do stupid things, um, recognized that I had just come through, but I really, she could tell I wanted that space. And so I kind of stood in the back and I, I closed my eyes and I opened my palms and I put my hands out and I was just standing there and I could hear people coming behind me. And I kind of opened my eyes and looked at her and she looked at me and she smiled and I smiled and she goes, and I was like, okay. And she moved the ropes 
and created this little pocket on the side so that the people could pass by me and I could stand there longer and I can almost tear up and feel that space. Uh And I felt like I was in there forever. And, you know, people are filtering out and Eric's waiting and I finally come out and I'm like, she, I just had the most amazing experience because just in those moments, that woman understood that I wanted to stay longer that, and without even words, we built that understanding that I needed to be in there. And she recognized that. And we've been to so many places where like, oh, do you want to tour this house? Oh, do you want to, you want to look at this garden? And because I talk to people and, and ask questions and I'm curious and, and I don't know how unique that is to me, but I tend to get a lot of experiences and a lot of gifts, not even material ones because of my personality and who I am. And Eric's pointed it out and other people have put it like, you know, that happens a lot to you. I'm like, oh, so when we're thinking about unique quality and trait, I think that's it. It's that building rapport and making that deep connection with people quickly, which has been a huge gift. Well, because it's interesting that you just said deep connection too, because as you were talking, I'm like, that's really kind of what's going on, right? Is even, you know, like that, you didn't, you didn't say anything to the nun, but there was, you know, through telepathy and, and, and kind of the, the greater consciousness, you were still communicating with her mm-hmm. and she was communicating with you. Right. And so she allowed you, I mean, she knew what she wanted and, and because that was your intention, because you were pure in what you wanted to do, she wanted you to feel that too. Right. Mm -hmm. Because again, imagine, I, I would think that, you know, especially, you know, that's probably like, what duty do you have this week? You know, sister, (laughs) sister Kathy, oh, I get to go to mother Mary's house, right? I get to hang out there. I, I would think that's one of those places that even with so many people passing through, you know, has to be a great experience just to feel that energy. Uh-huh. And so she knew what that's like, you yeah. know, being there. And and she knew that you wanted that too. And so she helped allow you to have that experience. Yeah. And there was a huge recognition from her because, you know, literally people just end up, they get off the tour bus, they walk through the stanchions, they go, oh, 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 and they walk out the other side. And they're, they're like, okay, Mary's house, check. You know, I didn't want to just check it off the list. I wanted to be there. I wanted to experience it. And she could tell. Yeah, and there and there's a difference, you know, like you said, because there's actually a connection too, right? And like you said, there's, there's I mean, I live in a place where there's three to four million tourists a year that come through. <laughs> and, um, you know, grateful for that because it means we've got some really great restaurants and some <laughs> yeah. other things, you know, in the area because of that that we normally wouldn't have with a sleepy little town of 10,000 people. Yeah. But, but what's interesting is, is like you said, there's the connection um, because even, I mean, there's some, some little tricks, right. That, that the locals have done to try to protect certain places. Yeah. So they don't become touristic and, and to make sure that only people who really want to experience certain things uh-huh. are going to take the time to do it. And so I, I heard this, there's a couple of the formations up here where it's not really advertised of uh. the trail. It's more advertised as a viewpoint uh. for all of the tourists that want to just stop and take a selfie and then move on. Right. But the people who actually know, right, that, you know, hey, the trail is kind of back over here. In fact, I found out about this one trail. 
nobody knows even about it. Only the locals know about it because literally the trail starts like in this industrial park and it's behind this fence and hedge and you don't even see that there is a trail there. Uh There's a a little tiny sign, (laughs) right? But, but I think, I think with that, it's, it's the, the connection that you end up making with people like that. Right. I mean, the same thing. I, I tend to do that pretty easy too. I can, I can uh, relate to a lot of people. um, And I had that um, actually just last week too, where I was on a walk and I, I walked kind of up to the, the top of the hill. There's a kind of hill right here by my house there was somebody sitting there eating lunch and it was a local who uh-huh. worked at the humane society that's just down the yeah. street and so we just sat and connected and talked and she shared with me about some of the other trails and she's like oh this trail and, and i'm not going to mention it because i don't want <laughs> millions of people to be on it but i'm like oh yeah i know where that what that is and she's like oh you have to do it it's one of my favorite hikes mm. of any of them here right? wow but I think it's, um, you know, important, like you said, the whole connection part of it is that without, you know, doing that or trying to make a connection, our lives are totally different, right? Yep. And again, if we go back to, you know, Harvard has done that, hap- I can't remember what they call it. It's not a happiness survey, but for like 80, 80 or 90 years now, yeah. yep, they've been um, interviewing harvard graduates every every year every few years Uh of their life and and they were looking for a correlation on you know what is it that actually makes people live longer and be happier and the only thing that they've been able to correlate uh that with any you know scientific backing from the data is the close personal relationships that people have And so people who actually have a few people in their life where they have a deep personal connection with another human being, those are the people who are the healthiest. Those are the people who live the longest. Those are the people that are the happiest. Yep. So, you know, having, having that quality, Kathy's going to be around for a long time, (laughs) which is good. It makes me happy because she's my friend and I like her. (laughs) Well, and it's, I think it's also about being open, right? Because, and this is the joy of being an extrovert. And, you know, I will talk to anybody anywhere, anytime. And sometimes it's gotten me in trouble. It's the Groover curse where they they think that I'm madly in love with them because I smiled at them. Uh, My dad had this problem too, you know, and, you know, I literally, I was just in Montana and I sat down at this restaurant. I really wanted their bison burger. And I sat down at this, there was one seat left at the bar which I normally like, but I sat down next to a clearly guy who was there by himself. And I'm like, oh no. And after about two seconds, he literally turns to me and goes, do you come here often? And I wanted to go, did you seriously just ask me that question? And he just wanted to- Yeah, have you not seen me in here for the last 20 weeks, right? I've been sitting- He wasn't trying to pick me up. He just wanted to make a connection. And I had just done a four hour talk. And I'm like, I, dude, I'm so sorry. I just cannot have a conversation with you right now. We had a brief chat, but it was like, but it's like, I, I tend to be, let's say 80 to 90% open to those connections. And that's really benefited me in my career, in my life, in my relationships, in my coaching practice, in my speaking. So, so I think that's, I'll pick that for right now for my, my 
trait. It's that ability to make that deep connection and being open and curious. Oh. I guess that's three. I'm going to morph their, their high. Well, their you can have, th- yeah, we'll give you three for one on today's episode. How about and then that? there's the humor, but that's a whole nother thing. Okay. So Jason, <laughs> which, um, what unique quality do you like in yourself? Well, one, one that I, that I do really like is, um, I have this ability to make people feel safe. Yeah. Um, and, and kind of help them heal. Uh just by being in my presence and talking to them, right? Actually, and it's funny because my name, Jason, actually means healer. Really? Yeah, it actually means healer. And so I know that I that I help people heal with my voice. Wow. One of the reasons why I like podcasting. And yeah, and other stuff that's so and cool. Speaking. But, um, but what's interesting, you know, about that, and again, I didn't, uh, as I've, learned more about myself it's it's really been the last two or three years that i've come to understand what i am doing and i really enjoy it because there is nothing more satisfying than you know seeing somebody who's anxious or who's in fear or or who's you know freaking out and be able to connect with them Uh there's a theme here right Uh connect with them talk to them joke with them do some different things and watch that person go from like to oh i feel this peace right now i feel safe i feel i mean People tell me the most random things that you, you know, random strangers would tell me stuff that you normally would only tell, you know, a close confidant. And I've had a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that. I've never said that to anybody else, right? Why am I saying that to you? Well, it's because I have this ability to make people feel safe, to be seen, Mm -hmm. uh, to feel loved, you know, as well. And I was, it was, um, I was doing a, a speech this week, this week, actually. And, um, and so as part of it, you know, again, I've got slides and I've got stories that I share, but I'm one of those people that just kind of goes with the flow too. And we were talking about human connection. Uh-huh. And, um, and so there was this woman sitting on the front row. And so I, I walked over to her right? And we just connected in public in front of everybody, right? Uh, looking into her eyes. Huh? And and so, you know, what was funny, right, is is I, I come over, I start doing that, because we're, we're talking about, and I think we've talked about it on here before, you know, how, how so many people, like, they never acknowledge the checker or yeah, the cashier. About the presence, and yeah, Edgar totally talks about that. Yeah, about we definitely present. talked about that. And so, I was talking about that and then went over to her and just looked at her and was just talking to at her, you know, with her, you know, and talking about how, you know, I'm just in the present moment with her and everybody else is here is, is not really here. It's just you and me, you know, kind of thing. Right. And so I could, again, I could kind of see this, you know, at, at first it was kind of this shock and horror and terror. Right. So I made the joke. I'm like, so how do you feel now? And she's like, anxious i'm like so everybody started laughing ha 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 right you know 
and uh, you know about just kind of being called out in a way in front mm -hmm. of a room of 100 people but I could see the difference in her and it was interesting I could see her calming down I could see her actually kind of energetically connecting with me uh -huh. and when we were done with that couple of minute part of the speech she was different she felt different I felt different you know about her I still don't I don't even know what her name is right because uh -huh. most of the people were wearing a name tag so I could see him so I could actually use their name I don't know what this woman's name is but we had a connection and she felt more peace and joy because we spent that time together even with yeah. 100 people in the room with us I love that well and you're right that goes hand in hand with I mean look how we met mm -hmm. we met at an NSA LA meeting I only had gone to three or four of them you and I had this connect. I felt this connection with you. I took that bold action and said, we need to work together. And then we, we need to do a podcast. <laughs> no, it didn't start with that. It didn't start with that though. Yeah. yeah. It was, we'd had so many brainstorming sessions before this is where we landed. And I have to say, I mean, we've been doing this five years. Yeah. It's four, four or five years. Cause I was still married mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I've been split up for over five years now. Well, then it must have been that long. It must right? have been that long. But it's we like, were both I, married when we started. <laughs> I know. I'm about to be married again. It comes full circle. Um, yeah, soon, April. Very exciting. Um, I have watched you. Like, I didn't know the depth of your spirituality when we first met. Mm -hmm. I thought, yeah, you're this, you do this like risk management thing and you do talks and you do coaching. And, but then, like, the more, like, and I don't know if this existed and I didn't know and you're just more open with it or if it's developed over the years, but I have watched you like blossom into this spiritual being that yeah. I didn't know was there when I first, I mean, I knew it was there, but like you weren't exhibiting that when I first met you. So I don't know if it's unfolded externally or if you've grown into that, but I it's your difference. Well, well, for me, it's a little of both. It's, a, it's, it's both. I mean, obviously I, I've grown myself but I've also started to um, recognize and start to proactively do things, right? So, I mean, again, like you said, you know, we first met, we hit it off. You're great at rapport. I'm great at feeling, you know, safe and connecting with people. And we both are. And so it's not a surprise that, you know, us talking for, I don't know, it was five, 10, yes. maybe 15 minutes, yeah. right? And that was it the first time. But we both felt something for each other, right? Mm -hmm. And so I've been doing this my whole life. I just didn't even realize that I was doing it. Yeah. And so now as I'm actually doing it more and more, right? I'm working on it. I'm I'm placing contention behind it. I'm consciously, you know, doing this. I see the benefit it has for myself, but also for other people, right? Because I love watching somebody who is who's freaking out, right? And so again, it's like one of my friends, she she had, um, uh, what do you call it? Extended her taxes. She, she uh, anyway, I can't remember what you call it. I should know because I'm- a filed, filed an extension. Filed an extension. There we go. It's because it's early in the morning and Jason's brain oh, is still awake. Oh, okay. <laughs> she filed an extension. But obviously, you know, we were getting close to the October deadline and she was freaking out because she'd moved. It was the first oh. year of doing her taxes after she got divorced. 
Um, so she moved, all this other stuff that was kind of weird. Her husband at the time had always taken care of it. They always used a CPA and she's oh. like, she was freaking out. Right. And so again, I'm a CPA and she's like, can you help me? I'm like, well, yeah, I can actually. And it was amazing to watch her going from this place of, 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 of fear and anxiety oh, and really yeah. being ramped up, right. With the anxiety to sitting down with her, you know, I sat down with her, talked to her, you know, for maybe a half an hour, an hour, some part of it was like friendly talk, friend talk. And part of it was, well, Hey, get these things together for me and I'll come back and we'll spend an hour later and we'll kind of get everything together. And I'll show you how you, how you can, you know, use one of the online services. Cause I think you have a pretty simple tax return. Mm -hmm. and you, you can probably do it yourself this year. And then if you want help next year, maybe I'll help you. Mm -hmm. you know, with them. And so literally with in less than two hours, right. She filed her taxes. And, and so, you know, I, I kind of went over, I gave her the information. We, we started kind of sharing how, how to do it. And I'm like, okay, well you start, let me know, let me know how it goes. If you mm -hmm. need some help, I'll come back. Right. And so a day or two had passed and I just texted her and I'm like, you know, how's it going? She's like, oh my gosh, this was the easiest tax year I've ever had. I feel so empowered because I was able to do them by myself. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, right? And she sent me a gift. Oh. like, yeah, you know, so it's like, it was so satisfying for me to see that change come over her. That's so uh, cool. Yeah, which was which was nice. And as you because as you were talking before, you know, it's <laughs> it's been a while since Alistair put his butt in the camera. So there we go. All of you that are only listening on audio, you might want to go watch watch Kathy get attacked by the cat tail. Okay, lay down. Not you. <laughs> okay, we got him. He he needs, he's a prince. Yeah. I'm but so um but that's so cool to, to watch her transition from that stressful, anxious place to that oh. calm in control. And I think part of that's control, right? She felt out of control. She didn't know what she was doing. That's There's a fear thing about that unknown because someone always yeah. helped her or handled that for her. And you got to step in and give her that peace, give her that peace of mind, give her that skill. And you yeah. empowered her that she could do it herself. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, because because the question was what one unique quality do I value about myself? Right. And it's like, well, why should we even ask that question or how, what's the practical application to it? Right. And, you know, hopefully again, as all of you have been listening to this, you're kind of seeing it, but I'll just spell out what to me is the obvious that might not be to you is when you, when you learn more about yourself, when you understand what some of those qualities are that you like or qualities that you're good at, as you practice them and you think about them, you feel better about yourself but also you can help other people yep. with those, right? Because again, we're all different. You know, Kathy and I are different, fire and earth, right? You know, Capricorn and Leo, um, but we both bring different uniqueness to what we do that complements each other. And so, you know, quit trying to be everybody else. Everybody else is already taken. Be yourself because, mm -hmm. you know, your uniqueness and your qualities and your gifts and the things that you have are here to bless this world, yep. bless you. 
Yep. And as as you kind of dig into it, as you embrace it, as you uh, accept it, right? Because I think sometimes too, it's like we see, and, and so I'll use myself as an example, right? Because like Kathy said, I am. I'm a very spiritual person. Um, I know people who do all kinds of stuff, and it's like, damn, wouldn't it be cool to do that, right? That have all these different spiritual gifts. But they're looking at me and they're like, damn, I wish I could make people feel like Jason makes people feel. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, if we can be more grateful for the things that we have and realize we don't have to be like everybody else. We just be ourselves, and and it's okay, and just embrace it, even even when maybe it seems like it's something that's that's weird or something of no value. I mean. I don't tell people I'm a CPA. I've been a CPA for 25 years, right? But but I, I never really tell people that um, because to me, it kind of, I don't know, sets some expectation or I'm just me. I don't really know that much maybe is what I'm thinking, right. but well, maybe I know a lot more than I, you. it pigeonholes me, but maybe that's also something that can help other people. Right. Like, obviously, it helped my friend with the taxes. And I'm thinking, shit, that's no big deal. Right. But I don't know how many of my friends, you know, come to me and ask me for financial advice. Um, One of my sisters called me one time and I I missed the call and I called her back like 10 minutes later. She's like, well, I made the decision. I'm like, what was going on? She was in the bank. She was literally in a bank branch. And she's like, should I put money in this or should I put it in that? I'm going to call Jason. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and because I didn't pick up, she just made a decision. But, you know, again, interesting. And again, that I was the first person that she thought of yeah, and wanted to talk to. And even, even though I didn't talk to her, her thinking about me helped her to make the decision that she was comfortable with. That's so cool. And isn't that interesting? Right? Well, and to your point about what is the point of thinking about this, you know, we are so hard on ourselves. And we're so critical and we have those thoughts that run through that say, we're not good enough. We're not smart enough. We're not whatever. And listing out or focusing on those things you like about yourself can sometimes pull you out of a crappy place. You know, when you have that little voice, it's like, you're not good enough. You're not thin enough. You're not young enough. You're not successful enough. You're not rich enough. You can pull out these qualities and go, yeah, I'm these things, Mm -hmm. you know, and noting and being conscious of what you love about yourself can help reverse those those self-defeating thoughts that we all have that we all have so yay well, i love these prompt questions all right <laughs> and look uh, at where we went look at where we went uh, right? we never know we never know we never cool know. i am kathy gruber i can be reached at kathygruber.com and i'm jason meffert i can be reached at jasonmeffert.com so go out have a great week and we'll see you on the next episode of the fire and earth podcast see ya see ya